This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, folks. This is Princess. You are listening to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share with your friends. It's tough. We're in a very tough spot. I think that what we're doing right now is of great benefit and virtue because it's an end around between this whole corrupt informational system, media system. We claim to believe in a God who spoke the universe into existence and literally raised himself from the dead. And yet we are not going to believe that anything else exists in the spirit realm, even though his word tells us that they do. Their bodies weren't permitted to go to sleep like humans do, and they weren't permitted to go to heaven. So they wander the earth. You know, I've seen the eyes turn black to unknown tongues being spoken. These giants would live way up in the island. The young braves, the young men would hide up in the trees and wait for one of these 12 footers to come walking down the path, and they would jump on them and kill them, and drag them back to the village, and the village would feast on the body. Then people start to get weapons, they start to get armor, they start to build cities, they start to fortify their cities. Now, God looks down and there's violence everywhere. The battle, this war that we are at, is not against each other. It's against these principalities and these rulers and these archons in the high places. It's really worthwhile to read the Bible yourself. Fear is one of the primary drivers of mind control. Because we have to take every thought captive and resist fear you're going to have a testimony that is a justice case against the kingdom of darkness. Welcome back to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. I am your host, Rod, and thank you for being here with me for another awesome episode. This is part two with Dr. Robert Rodich. We dive into a whole nother set of questions, unique perspectives. We get down to the Bible. We talk about what the word says. We cover some misconceptions and we enjoy ourselves on this unique conversation. I really do fire some interesting questions at Doc and he does an excellent job riding out and giving us some awesome perspectives to think about. With everything going on in today's day and age, I want to remind you guys prayer. We need to come together and agree in prayer about who Jesus is, what he's done on the cross, and to have one spirit, one likeness, and one mind. I cannot express how important it is to get the majors correct as we agree and assemble as the body of Christ. Now, I want to talk about our sponsor for this episode, Eiffel Services, E-I-F-F-E-L. It's that time of year. Do you need a water heater installed, sink, toilet, or shower, some water lines, all of your plumbing needs, and so much more? They will be praying while on the way to come out and save the day. You got family coming in for the holidays. You want to spruce up that powder room that you have for the guests to use 
and it is getting cold out there so water heaters maintenance service replacement they do it all you get upfront quotes pricing over the phone or via text this is for my pa people berks county lehigh county schuylkill county and carbon county all the surrounding areas here's the number to call 272-900-6981 and you can find eiffel services at www.eiffelservices.com next i want to remind you guys to leave us that five star rating and review that helps the algorithms that helps the show grow we can find another person just like me and you and this episode is not going to be delayed any longer i am excited to jump right into this one are you guys ready let's go Welcome back, everybody. I have the one and only returning, Dr. Robert Rodich, and it's awesome to be back here with you again, Doc. Thanks for joining me. Well, thank you, Rod. Pleasure to be back today. Yeah, man. And I got some cool questions lined up for you. I think what we're going to do is just try to touch on what we had kind of talked off air about that. We have questions coming through from the audience. There's things that we know are super relevant right now, and there's so much false information out there, and there's a lot of really weird rabbit holes that people can get lost in. So we kind of want to come back and give them a bit of like some balance. Like, Hey, this is, this is a biblical thread, right? We pray, we're interceding, we're looking into the scriptures, we're being Bereans exactly diving into right. the word. Amen. And Hey, here's what we got, you know, and sometimes it is an opinion doc. And sometimes it is like, no, this is, this is in the word right here. We did word study. And I love that about our conversations. So what's happened in the last like week or two since we talked, anything cool that you just want to bring up here real quick? Did, did you have any uh, well, football I mean, teams we, win for you? Anything cool like uh, that? Well, Alyssa, yeah, yeah. My Iowa Hawkeyes, <laughs> even though I live in the very southern tip of Alabama, continue to win with their punter. Interesting. And uh, he's like the best probably on the planet, and his name's Tory Taylor. So I'm really excited about them beating oh, cool. up on Wisconsin like 15 to 9 or something like that you know so <laughs> it's more like a baseball game but no i mean yeah we're we're always rod we're always engaging heaven i have a a really wonderful group of dear friends uh some i've known for nearly 20 years and one is one gentleman uh is is a prophet he lives in uh prophet type you know we're we're all sons now so we don't really want the titles much but he's a seer so uh, he lives in Louisville, Kentucky, and then we have a dear friend of ours, actually, that uh, or who's become a dear friend who just moved within a, only about a half an hour away from where we live in South Alabama. So we're we're always engaging, exchanging ideas, um, you know, literally going into heaven because, as the scripture says, you know, really, if you look at it for what it says instead of what the theologians tell us it says, we're supposed to live in both places at the same time. So. We're, we're learning how to do that. So, so we're always engaging to answer your question. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. We are called to occupy. And, and I think it's much more than just like sitting here twiddling our thumbs until our temporary physical vessel leaves. If right, yeah. it, it gets deep and gets interesting, man. But, uh, and this will kind of start us out here, but you know, we talked um, the first time you were on about the voice you know, analysis and how you're determining 
a medical uh, condition for, for the person and, and spiritual evaluation, right? And the accuracy of that and how you've been helping people do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what protocols or, or what would be a red flag if you were dealing with like an AI, right? An AI voice. So right now we have crazy AI technology that can literally mimic somebody's voice. Like it, it'll sound exactly like them and then it can have a whole conversation laid out through this person's voice. And, and this is like big on TikTok. They call it like the younger people get on these social media uh, apps called TikTok. And you can just see the craziness of that. I mean, so what kind of parameters would you guys have to know you're not dealing or, or to know you're dealing with a genuine person, for example, and then any advice and uh, thoughts in that area? Okay. So let let's go back kind of a little bit and give us some biblical groundwork for why this even works you know when you read the old testament especially the book of genesis and you know you see the interaction between yahweh father son holy spirit even though they're not all called that in the old testament but strangely enough they're alluded to in the original language and you see god speaking well we have to think about this why does scripture tell us to be careful what we say is it just the words alone or is there a frequency that does something in the intent that is that is around us so for instance you take the scripture that says judge not that you be judged well that's just not talking about being judgmental alone it's really what i believe in the bigger context is saying, if you throw words out, because if you're fully human and you throw words out, whether you're born again or not, it's going to throw something out there into the ether that the enemy's going to use almost like witchcraft against you and against the person that you spoke that. So tell me that there's no frequency things involved in that. It can't be just, you know, sound, frequency. Everything has meaning so for instance if i go up to my wife and i say i love you honey or i say i love you sweetie you you, you catch the tones in the voice but tones are connected with frequencies so when we go to check something that would be ai related the numbers would be very weird they would they wouldn't be right they in some cases there are no numbers at all most of the time because it's not real. It's not coming from a human voice. So for instance, I could actually check animals using the, the, the base form of the technique that I use, but I use the electromagnetic energy coming off of their body because guess what? They can't say, hey doc, man, I got a stomach ache, you know, a little cat or something like that. You know, at least not in the way things are right now. They can't talk to us. So. I actually test through the human, through electromagnetic energy, which is kind of related to frequency. But when the Holy Spirit hovered over creation, if you look at the original language, and I'm not a Hebrew expert, but I can use the Strong's like everybody else, um, it, it says he vibrated over. Well, when you, vibration has a hum, there's a frequency attached to that. So the answer that I would give is, is that the numbers would either be so horribly skewed 
which most everything I rate is from zero to 10, with 10 being nothing wrong. There's a couple numbers that are a little higher that are organ specific, but not very many. So I might run into like a, a 200 or just be all zeros. So I would know the difference because, because I've been able to do that, actually. I've been able to tell when, when you know, when somebody, you know, they lost their, their voice box, for instance which makes it a real problem for me because I have to hear the voice. I was able to test them in person because of their electromagnetic energy, but not from their voice, just to do traditional muscle testing. Um, because they didn't have a voice, I couldn't do it long distance, so they had to see me in person. So I don't know if that answers the question or not, but yeah, I would be yeah. able to tell if it was AI. And as I'm growing in this thing, I would also be able to tell if there was somehow some weird content in it as well. Interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess the next thing I just kind of want to follow up real quick with on this thread is, what are your thoughts on like if AI, um, the technology or even an individual manufactured bot, right? So we're seeing these Tesla bots, we're seeing the flippy arms, we're seeing all the, all these literally colloquial robots that are being initiated into the manufacturing, into the entertainment, you name it, they're showing up there. Do you think that any of these um, robots that are plugged into the artificial intelligence let's just say supercomputer airwave, if you will, do you think they can be inhabited by demons or dark spirits? Or do you think that they can be manipulated by the demoniac or the enemy? What are your thoughts on that? You mean like Jay-Z and Beyonce? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. know. Are they clones? Becomes, are they real yeah, people? Well, I, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I mean, you know, everything. that's I've the talk on the internet, right? So, you know, <laughs> she becomes... What 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 does she become? Sasha Fierce or something? She says she she becomes so. Yeah, there's well, some weird stuff going on. Okay, there. so so from a biblical standpoint, we have to really go back to how mankind was made. Why are we even here in the first place? And and you say, wow, that doesn't seem to relate. Well, actually, it does because everything that they're doing is to try to steal the image of Christ in us, the hope of glory. Well, not just to do that. So, so really to the listeners, you've got to decide what camp are you in if you're a true believer. And I like to use the word true a lot because there's some things out there that are not true. In fact, a lot of things. You just got your ticket punched or do you want to walk in true sonship where you make a difference, where you're not worried about if the rapture is going to happen tomorrow or not? If it does, great, we all get to go. But if it doesn't, you're still working instead of holed up somewhere in a mountain retreat waiting for Jesus to come in 1977. And those people, their cars are aging. They can't get parts for them anymore. You know what I'm saying? It didn't happen. Okay. So what can we do in the meantime? How can we occupy? So, so what happens is, is that the AI, the real spirit behind AI are the Nephilim the disembodied spirits, they have figured out how to inhabit the whole quantum computer realm. And I don't need to go into great detail about that. And if somebody says, well, where's the scripture for that? Well, tell me where it even talks about telephones. You know, I mean, does it, is Walmart, <laughs> is, is Walmart mentioned in scripture? 
I know. Yeah. 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 You know, exactly. well, I got to, I got to get a word before I, before I go to Walmart. Well, probably these days, that's not a bad idea. You, you need to check with the Lord to make sure that there's not some craziness going on, but that's a little different than, you know, the, the super hyper spiritual people or the, that they appear to be, but that's, an, that's for another day. And that's another story. But the AI thing, you know, let, let's be honest, it's real. It's becoming more and more sophisticated all the time. But the purpose is to replace us. Now, why would they want to replace us? Somehow in his twisted mind, Satan and all his minions and his cohorts think that if they can eliminate mankind, that God won't bother to eliminate them and throw them in the lake of fire. That's really what's going on. And in the craziness of it all, somehow they think if they make it happen quicker than what was on God's timeline, that they can beat it. Now, the other thing is, and I don't know if I mentioned this uh, last week or not, but there are certain technologies that have always existed in the spirit realm. And then there's the pure supernatural, spiritual, the way we would think that it is. But they've always been coexistent and blending. And I mean, the father sometimes rides around on a chariot that has wheels within wheels and things like that. I don't even know how to comprehend that, really, unless I see it personally. But I just know that that would be like way cooler than even, you know, a 57 Cadillac. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, and so, you know, even if it was all street streets, you know, souped up and everything. Um, And so we in this who are Christians with air quotes, you know, we, we focus so much on on the spiritual, we, we don't even think about the technological side that is just as much a part as the spiritual. So when Satan and his minions fell, they were cut off from the true life source of everything. But for reasons only known to him, the Lord allowed them to still exist in some fashion as they became a part of his overall purpose for mankind being brought into probably a, a more tighter and deeper level of sonship. Because the Lord seems to like to have all of us test our free will to see what kind of decisions we'll make. So the AI thing gets going. It's literally to replace us. So the question is, do I want to be one of the, the Christians with my ticket to heaven? And, you know, when they come door to door and put a gun up to our head, if they do that, I'm just going to sit there and let them pop me off. Or am I going to actually get ahead of this whole AI technological thing by actually becoming the son or daughter of the king who has access to incredible heavenly resources and change what can be changed. That's what they're really afraid of. So they're ramping up their AI thing right there. So that would be my answer. Very interesting. And you did hint on kind of my next question, even just as you were talking there, ancient iCloud realm technology. Now that's just a it's a silly term that I kind of coined because everybody knows this iCloud, right? The iCloud realm mm-hmm. where it's invisible. 
and uh, technology can be stored there <laughs> and then it can interact with our plastic and polymers and gold, you know, constructed devices, computers and cell phones, quote unquote. And uh, it can translate this information into, I mean, I'm looking at AI apps right now, Doc, where you can speak into your phone in English and it'll do an automatic translation into the language of your desire right out the other end. I'm like, yeah, yeah this is the days we're living in. I mean, we've known of this stuff for some time, but just to see that it's available for like next day shipping to your door, if you're flying out next week to Pakistan and need a translator and your translator buddy from college bailed out on you. AI's got your back, right? That's no, kind of what's no, going I, on man, in today's I, day I, I and age, it. right? Well, what, what about this ancient realm technology? So, I mean, I asked Dan Duvall about this, and he had some fascinating answers. In the antediluvian times, do you oh believe that they had ancient realm technology that maybe we're interfacing with today? I know that sounds bizarre, and it sounds out there, and some people may say, where's that at in the Bible, Rod? And it's like, well, slow down. Well, it's actually called Genesis learn. six, but you know, whatever. <laughs> well, <laughs> let, well, let's dive into that. Whatever well, your thoughts are on my multi-layered question, if you will. Well, first of all, let me say, I, I really enjoy Dan. I've never met him personally. I've met a couple of people that are like counselors in his ministry because they wanted, you know, wellness and, and the spiritual testing that I do the three different spiritual tests and, and they have all been delightful people. For a, being a young guy, I'm just amazed at how the Lord talks to him and speaks to him because he certainly must have more of a seer gifting in order to know all those things. Whereas I'm, I'm a knower, so I don't get the benefit of seeing except for like, like in sonar or radar, which is actually I'm getting pretty good at. So I enjoy Dan and, and his interesting sense of humor. I just sometimes just chuckle. So it's great. And there's, and thankfully there's a lot of other people out there that maybe your audience is not quite aware of that are doing tremendous things for the kingdom, you know, and so we should be supporting them in some way, at least praying for them. Okay. But when it comes to the, the, all the technologies, again, you've got to go back and this is what I alluded to think about, and I don't know in earth time, you know, if we could say like in earth time, you know, did Satan fall 3 billion years ago, 6 billion, because there's not really time out there the way that we render time here. But if we could, it was probably a long, long time ago. Well, all of a sudden, imagine being, just for a moment, some really wonderfully created being, even if it was kind of a lower angel, you know, in the sense of power and prestige and all that. And all of a sudden, you are completely cut off from the source. You were lied to by one of the head angels who said that he had his own system and his own way of doing things. And then you get out there and you fell flat on your face. And, you know, you know, without that flow from the heart of the father himself, you're, you're alive, but it's like, what, what just happened? This is horrible. We didn't know we could even feel this way. That's the kind of thing that they probably realized. So like so many other things in, life and creation they probably figured well we better try to do something about this so let's see if somehow and you know because the head guy satan lucifer halal or whatever his name really was um said that we can somehow like rob from different energy fields from different realms and dimensions and we can try to get a lot of this stuff back through technology well 
I don't know how deep it goes into other planets and if there were beings on other planets, which wouldn't surprise me, but we certainly know there's creatures throughout the universe, the multiverse, the diverse, whatever it's really is and how it really pans out in reality. Because there were angels and all angels don't look like Michael and Gabriel or like Lucifer did before his fall. There's ones that look like dragons. There's ones that are like transformers in the movies. There's some that are what looks like glass, but you, you know, if you touch it, you'd realize it was the sharpest steel. You know, I've seen some of these creatures. Everything that we think of in reality, in the true spiritual realm, is so far beyond anything we can imagine that I think if we even really had a grasp of it, it would almost take our breath away. Now, why is it when these supposedly antediluvian beings that are being held by the government on underground bases, all locked up with the copper bracelets, but people are told not to get within so many feet because the electromagnetic field that these creatures put out would kill a human. Well, what kind of creature is that? Because angels come near us all the time and they don't kill us. So obviously they were trying to get technology back so that they could come up with a plan to try to overthrow God. Wherever they all come from, there's still a creator God. There's still an order to everything. And most of the time, by the time we see it with our natural eyes, it's either some kind of an illusion or it's a trick. And I'm talking about from the enemy's camp, never from God's camp to try to get us to be in fear so that they can drain our energy off. Energy's a big deal because they don't have any. So they had to make all the elementals mad and siphon off their energy so that they could power their system. You've heard of adrenochrome, right? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Well, guess what? Every time they create a trauma, we create an energetic adrenochrome that they try to capture, but it's also got our DNA signature on it. So who knows what they're doing with it? Okay. So that's kind of like present. But for us to sit here to say that once the fall took place, it was just, you know, a few people running around kind of like John the Baptist with, you know, a woolly little covering on and stuff like that. And then Jesus finally showed up and thankfully we can be saved and restored and regenerated and all that. No, there was like very, very sophisticated stuff. What, you know, what, what they call it, globe, I can't hardly even say it, globedly tempi or whatever it's called. And oh, globedly tempi? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, you know, the mm -hmm. stuff in the Peruvian yeah. mountains. Yeah. Now they're finding whole pyramidal cities that have sh sunken down you know, after the hmm. biblical flood, you know, in the ocean, when, when all the continent shifted and everything like that. Yeah. And, you know, there's a big pyramid in Bosnia. Well, I know about that because my grandparents came from the former Yugoslavia and, yeah. um, which made me think about that translator thing. I, I mean, I can understand a lot of the language, but the translator, that would be so cool, whether it's a, yeah. cause you know, it doesn't mean all AI is bad, yeah. but, but anyway, I, let, let me get back to that focus. There were probably, here's the problem that some of the, the really strict biblical timeline folks have, um, is that when you hear about the 
stuff that happened in India and they talk about a war in heaven 15,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, th- that, in, you know, well, that doesn't fit the 6,000 year narrative. Okay. So nobody in that camp wants to go back beyond 6,000 years. I think it's absolutely absurd to think the earth, the earth is 6,000 years old, because if you read Genesis one, one and one, two, wait a minute, there was a timeout somewhere along the way from the original level of creation then it was made without void made you know without form and it was void and then there's an indication that things are recreated setting up for adam and eve to come well what happened before that well there likely a lot of the things that we're seeing are remaining evidence from those times now what they all did do i believe there were probably stargates yes i do did they probably go to other inhabitable planets? I mean, I've never been there through a stargate, but I've been there in the spirit. And this is going to freak some of the purists out, but I'm sorry. You know, we're seated with Christ Jesus in heavenly places. That is not a metaphor. There is some aspect of our being that stays with him because he stays with us. So for the doubters, study the topic called quantum entanglement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are quantumly entangled with the Savior. That's why the, second, the, the whole platform of the second Adam is so much greater than even our original creation. It's not even funny because now there's higher components that were used because of the person of Jesus Christ, who, by the way, was one third of the Godhead. So, sorry to the United Pentecostals who believe there's Jesus only. It, it's, it doesn't say that in Scripture, and it doesn't say that in the practicality of the design of all of creation. So, just made, sorry, Rod, I just made a whole other group of people upset. But um, <laughs> um, the, the reality is, is that I wish I could say, oh, yeah, you know, I, you know, I saw this, and this is the way they did that, or whatever. Well, even down in Florida in the 1930s, there was some guy that was that built a shrine out of coral, very heavy coral rock or blocks, and he was moving them around on his own with some kind of a sound device. But he never he never allowed that. I mean, his neighbors saw what he was doing, but he never told any of them how he how he discovered that and how he did what he did. And don't even get me going on probably somebody that I'm related to, a gentleman by the name of Nikola Tesla. Oh, because no. because he was <laughs> because he was from the same exact region and literally the same exact town as my grandparents. And the people that settled in that area of Croatia hmm. in the 1600s were actually Serbian mercenaries who stopped the, the, the Turks on behalf of the Austro-Hungarian Empire. And I forget what the name of the battle was. And after they defeated the Turks, they stayed there. So with the fact that it was a mountainous region, it's almost impossible that I don't share some DNA with Nikola Tesla. Now, where he got his stuff, I'm not going to tell you the Holy Spirit showed up and showed him all of that stuff. But I'm going to tell you that that, that old boy knew a whole lot more than what most people even can think about. And 
which explains why I think it was 1945 or 1946, as soon as he passed away, which it makes me wonder how the FBI knew that he'd passed away. So that's a different story. But they confiscated all of his paperwork. And, and most, of the t most of it, we don't even know where it is to this day. So if that's happening in our, basically our lifetime, that was only seven years before I was born, seven or eight. And what about what was going on back then? Fallen angels who were severed from relationship with God didn't mean all of a the sudden they, they turned stupid overnight. Their, their, their level of brilliance would have been way beyond even what we presently have as humans. They could have done stuff that would have just blown our minds. So that's the only way that I can answer that because I don't have any. Yeah, I was over there and walked through a Stargate and ended up, you know, <laughs> me and me and Kurt Russell ended up on this like Egyptian kind of planet. I don't have a testimony like that, but it doesn't mean that I can't look at what's been left behind and go, oh, oh they really knew something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been one of my continual themes to just encourage the audience. And I do this for myself. Um, as the years go on, just to slow down, we pray about everything. Right? Exactly. So if we hear something, if we're reading something, if, if, if it's a new type of, you know, whatever, there's Rhema, the words are jumping out of the book for you for the first time while reading through whatever book of the Bible you're in. And it never did that before. Um, you're getting an answer right there, but, but if you're in a dry season, you're hearing things that kind of are like, that has to go in the back burner. Where does that piece together? It's very wise to slow down and pray about everything. So I just wanted to reaffirm yes, that is. for the audience. And I'm really enjoying um, this part too here, man. The the whole Nikola Tesla thing. Um, one of my favorite quotes that I can't requote exactly doc, but it's something along the lines. If you want to understand the, secrets of the universe think in form of vibration and frequency, something along those lines is how mm -hmm. he words it. And then with like, you know, Albert Einstein's research with the spooky action at a distance with this quantum entanglement and just how some of the minds that most of society is aware of have somehow interacted with the revelation of understanding the intelligent design around us and how bizarre things get when you really start to look especially in the quantum field. I think a lot of scientists that, that are considered to be quantum physicists, a lot of them end up committing suicide or going crazy. I mean, there, there, there's some conspiracy in there and there's some inflated stories, but there is some reality to the fact that even some of the human minds that tick very well in certain areas of comprehension and expansion of these ideas can't handle some of the realities they come in, in with. And I think that this is where God has designed us as body, soul, spirit, right? And and the scriptures say things like love the Lord your God with your mind, your heart, your body, like all of us. Like, and then we talked, you talked earlier about just the power of the tongue, right? So just the spoken power of our words and, and how that really the, the illegals, right? The dark entities who are, um, they understand the courtroom of heaven. They understand the legalities oh, yes. of our words. They understand a lot of this stuff. So uh, there's so many um, deep multifaceted things going on here that, yeah, as Christians, back to the basics, you guys, we preach the gospel. We're being discipled as we're making disciples. And 
we understand, right? We're in a battle, but just because we're aware of the basics and we proceed in those areas does not mean we neglect that which is of the ecclesia of God that has these revelations that line up scripturally. And, and the deeper that we can go, it's the better for our protection. And uh, sometimes minds work like mine, Doc, where I, I have no academia. I, I'm not impressive in any which way. I'm the guy next door. I have calluses on my hands. I've been working tough jobs most of my life. I've been rejected by just about, I don't know, every system and person I've come up against uh, in the world scheme most of my life. But my brain works in a way where I'll be reading and and things will jump for me and I keep asking questions. Resilience, right? Like I'm just mm-hmm. determined. And that's okay. There's a place for me. Obviously, it's here on my show. But I, I don't like when people um, try to restrict those things which are helpful to the body of Christ, like what we're doing today. So I think that this is why it's fascinating, Doc, to pick your brain and hear what you have to say. It just is mind-boggling. Well, but I'm talking too much. Let me ask a well, question. Well, okay? well, keep or, the unless question, you want to respond. And, quit, you, listen, you were on a roll, man. We could end the program <laughs> right now. I mean, you like nailed it. Okay, so I'm just being honest with you. But let let me speak to 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 those who yeah. really really love the Lord and are not operating out of a religious spirit. Okay, and then let's, in a good way, refer a little bit to those that do operate in a religious spirit, okay? Because they need to come out of that. Why do we think that the God who created everything has to always have his principles of operation be a mystery? Why is there not a fabric of creation for every realm and dimension that operates in our way of thinking, but on a heavenly basis, with computer programming that has numbers and sequences. And that's what gives that realm its definition. That's what causes the level of gravity to work the way that it does, the beings to interact. And, you know, some realms, maybe they don't even have to talk and they just broadcast the thoughts back and forth. Well, that's because in the fabric of that realm or dimension, that's the way God designed it. Well, then we see all this other stuff that the enemy's doing. And we and we see that's, listen, that's just a knockoff. Now, let me give you an example. It's really hard to do this now, but I had a sister that lived in South Texas. So, gosh, she moved down there and taught school for years and years. And she's still, that she moved back down recently, actually, from the Midwest back down there. But we used to be able to cross over into Mexico. And for like $20, we would buy these literally genuine looking Rolex watches. Now this is going back 30 years. Well, the only difference is some of them ticked and some of them were perpetual. The perpetual ones, even the jewelers couldn't tell the difference until they tore them apart. Okay. Well, I I got a big kick out of it because on a pastor's salary, I thought it was pretty cool to be able to wear a Rolex and not have to pay like 15 or $20,000 for it if you catch my drift. Well, we call those knockoffs. And they're harder to get now. I don't get down in that area of the country much anymore. But who's to say that Satan doesn't have just a bunch of knockoffs? Everything is his version of a knockoff. God tells the truth. He tells the knockoff, which is mostly a lie, but with just enough truth to try to draw people in. You see see how all that works? Well, we need to all grow up and put our big boy and big girl pants on 
and realize that part of the entire level of warfare waged against true believers, whether you're bound by just the religious thing or, you know, you're, you're more open to the real truth of the fullness of God, we need to realize that this is all about eliminating us. That's what the global elites are trying to do. That's why they've poisoned our food. That's why they've poisoned our, our educational system. That's why they're shooting mRNA into meat. They're doing it all because they no longer want us to have the capacity to reflect the image of the Son of God. And it's not just to be saved, Rod. It's because in the second Adam is so much of a higher relationship possibility, which is strange to say, than even the first Adam had because it was more functional, even though it was spiritual. And they are afraid mm. that we wake up to full, bona fide, released sonship. Because when we start being able with our words in our presence to release the fire and the glory and the Kratos power, it not only shakes up everything that they do, it has the ability to shop, stop machinery in its place. It has the ability to change even reality to a certain point, not in a bad way, but to mess with everything that the enemy has set up to eliminate us. So all the other stuff is just what they've done to fill in. Go right to the top. What I just said is what's really happening. And I don't care if it's a gray tall or a medium tall or a little stubby short, you know, not so tall gray one. They're all a part of the whole scheme. So precisely. So th that's what we have. We have to just grow up in this and say, okay, if, because we can at some point, maybe in a future podcast, we can talk about how the body, soul, and spirit really look. Mm. And interestingly enough, we were recently in an engagement where the Lord showed us that he actually made Adam's soul first and then his body. We, saw it, we saw it in real time. Now, there was no life there. And I'm not going to go into that now, but we are a real clear and present danger to the enemy on every level. So, just so he wants to keep us stupid. Oh, yeah. I mean, I couldn't agree more on that. And just as you were talking, one the two things that I was getting hit with is it is God who works in and through us to cause his will to come about. So, of course, the enemy wants a false or synthetic system in place because it, we're like at any point in time a smoking gun, right? If we're obedient to God mm -hmm. and we're in relationship with him, it's I call it an L. So I was out doing street ministry um, not too long ago near Allentown, PA. And as I was talking with a young brother in the Lord, I'm saying, think of it as an L because it's a loss for the enemy. I said, if God is pouring some type of power or rhema or just revelation or, or resurrection power, you name it, authority power down into you and then out of your belly towards who you're dealing with, it's, it makes like a L, right? And I said, th remember that, bro, because that's that's a loss for the enemy when that happens. And they Amen. were smiling. They're like, bro, that is powerful, right? And I'm like, well, th this is the thing. 
the enemy doesn't want us and they want us sucked into technology, systematically desensitized to the reality of what's going on. They want us over entertained. I've been saying since day one, we're almost at five years for this podcast, a million messages and a million signals that cause confusion and chaos. Let's take this journey together in discovering ultimate truth, right? Let's use our own critical minds. Let's read the Bible and let's pray in secret. And Doc, everything you're saying is just, it compounds and it builds. And really what we're doing is we're targeting, you know, a, a section of audience and, and people that may be some of them on the teeter totter of, well, is any of this information important? Because should I just be going door to door telling people about the gospel? You don't stop doing that, but you also tell people with your life, You just like when the fishermen, they're like, Hey, these guys clearly were with the Lord because they're uneducated fishermen. Mm-hmm. It's like they, they were speaking that out in the essence of their life, their ability, the power that God was giving them, the presence that they carried. All of it includes the goodness of what God can do and is doing and will continue to do. And I think once we open up our our spectrum a little bit, we can stop doing this because Christians right now are arguing with Christians, Doc, and that's something that drives me nuts. I'm like, you guys already missed the point a while ago. If we're arguing, like it's different to have a debate or be like, please show me where that is, or I'm a student of the word. So mm-hmm. so let, let's take this journey together in humility. Let's pray about this. Let's read about that. There's a difference between that and straight up arguing. So it just, well, let, I let love me to give- see a Let me give you an example of that that came from a nine-year-old seer Okay, who I love. His name is Ben. Ben in his, because, you know, we can do everything either through Zoom or, you know, through phone calls now. And you know how the scripture in several different places tells us to test the spirits. Absolutely. You you run into an angel, you say, who do you serve? Well, if they don't say, of course, Jesus Christ, he's my Lord and Savior, and I give him praise and worship and honor, well, then it might be a bad guy. Well, we're we're visiting with Ben, and and so his mom asks him, "Uh, Ben, how do you know that like what you see is like a good being or whatever? And he said, well, I read the registry. This kid's nine. I barely use the word registry, and I have two doctors. (laughs) And his mom says, well, what do you mean? He said, well, I go and I read their registry. And if they've done things that are clearly kingdom and good things, I know it's from the Lord's camp. Okay. So here you have a lot of Christians out there who, because they're afraid that they might run into a bad guy, don't even acknowledge the good guys. And here you've got an innocent nine-year-old who has things figured out already it's like okay people we need to be embarrassed here let's just be honest we need to be embarrassed a nine-year-old can figure this thing out or some of it and and we're still wondering is this of god oh my goodness i just had to throw that in you know i mean you know but anyway you had a question no yeah that was definitely good stuff i was thinking and, and and i forget i think it started on an interview where I've been, I've been getting interviewed on other people's shows now, so which is newer for me, a little bit interesting. But <laughs> I had this connection where I'm like, you know what? The fallen heavenly hosts, the regional principalities and powers, I have this suspicion that they are okay with Wednesdays and Sundays for the corporate church gathering here in the West. And I'm, I just kept feeling like there's something going on where 
they have more resistance in the airways. And as I started talking with people, Doc, what happens is most of the arguments and the major battles that'll take place, marital or, or the function of the house, or even just other unexpected things that are going wrong are hindering people from having clarity of mind and lifestyle worship, especially on the Sundays. Does that do anything for your mind? If you want to do a lot of damage, you try to get people together in a group or at least have them on the way to be in a group. And that's not to say that they go to church and then they go walk into this cauldron of evil and so on and so forth, because there's a lot of really wonderful churches. But then there's also a lot of these churches that have become so user-friendly and some of them have thousands of members and satellite churches and they don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And I, and I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings either, but there's a difference between speaking truth and plainly versus just being plain rude and mean. Okay. And so it, the, again, what that speaks to me of is that they see things electromagnetically. They see things even spiritually to a point that we don't see unless we're allowing ourselves to be tuned by the Holy Spirit into the spirit realm. And yeah. they don't care, just like you so really honestly and perfectly said before, they don't care if we know about the courts or not. They would prefer that we didn't, but they know the legalities. And they don't use ignorance as an excuse to hammer people left and right. They do what they do. They operate very well in what they do, but they don't just see. Here's here's one of the things that we've got to get over. They don't just come against us and do warfare. Well, the purpose of warfare is to destroy something. Okay, let's you know, like let's take a World War One or two movie, and can you imagine the guy saying, "Hey, we're just going to shoot," you know, over at the Nazis, and the Nazis say, "Hey, we're going to shoot at the Americans and the British." but let's not hand anybody. Let's just play war. That's not what they did. I had two uncles in, in world war two and three uncles in, well, two uncles and my dad in the Korean war, they weren't playing games. They were trying to win. And we need to realize that this battle that we're in is very, very fierce and that it's real. And it's up to us to get through spiritual boot camp and then get out there and operate in some level of expertise, which is why it doesn't matter whether you have all these fancy degrees and different things. If you've got a heart for God and, and a mind to ask questions, he's going to connect up to you and he's going to reveal the portion of the whole picture to you that you that is written down on a book that you signed up to before you even came here. Now, that just made a bunch of people mad, too, because they think that we only existed the moment that we were put in our mother's womb, except there are scriptures that say, I knew you before you were in your mother's room. Oh, no, that's just because God knows everything and, and you were in his mind. No, actually, we he knew that person. And so dig into your Bible and figure it out, okay? So... I don't know if that answers the entire question because obviously it doesn't speak directly to the point of, hey, they almost prefer us to have what, you know, maybe there's something interesting about Wednesday and Sunday that's different than other days of the week. So my workaround for that is I have worship every day. I go to church every day. 
Now, lately yeah. I've been on a podcast almost every day or, or some kind of a Zoom call or something, and some of them are church-like and, and others others are informational like yours and, and or fascinating some as well as yours is. And uh, so just worship him every moment of the day all the time and don't have the same routine all the time and you'll really mess with the enemy's mind would be my answer. Um, because, yeah, I mean... How many couples were arguing? And then, you know, I pastored for 30 years. I'm aware of this. They, <laughs> yeah, they, you, they, you they argued this. on the way to church. And then as soon as they get out of the car, there goes that that smile. How's everything, Brother Jones and Sister Jones? Oh, oh just wonderful, Brother Rodich. When, when they were literally tearing each other's throats out on the way to church. No, not everybody. Not everybody, yeah. But, but that's but, what I yeah. can't stand. Yeah, that drives me nuts. And and that keeps me out of the building a lot of the times because the, to me the church is the body people, it's two or more, three are gathered in His name, and then and now we start we're actually having church. But I love what your points are on that, and I think all of us really because if we're going to be real with ourselves, as many people as I've talked with, they're aware of this, and that's a turnoff for them to come to the gathering. Which if little minor things like that that are in the front line where it's like. There's something wrong with the person judging the church for that reason, but this ecclesia, this body of believers, we also have a better duty. Um, we really need to tighten up some things and actually be legit in our walk. And I think what you're doing, Doc, and the information you're bringing is what takes some of us into those deep dives into relationship, into study. And now we start having this accountability. Now we're washing our mind in deeper places because we're, we're spending less time doing that, which the world would occupy us with. Let me drop a question here, Doc, because we could keep going layers and layers deep in, in these areas. And I know it's edifying and helpful, but this is one that I've hinted at over the last couple of years. Okay. And it's going to be the frequency of organic materials versus inorganic materials. So I think it's Leviticus 19. If we go read it, it's, you know, some law stuff where God is saying, right. do not mix your cattle with, right? Don't mix a horse with a cow. When you plant your plants, allot them for a separation. Don't mingle them within each other. And then he says, do not mix your linen and your wool. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, okay. So I had asked around about this and. Most pastors were saying, oh, that's because God wanted to separate these people, uh, got his people from the rest of the, the world, right? And I'm like, yes, but it's always multi-layered. It's always so much more than that. That's the elementary answer, right? So I'm like, I'm digging in and digging. This is back in 2019. Actually, um, God, I, I know the answer, but keep on because I, 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 I love how you you're do, setting yeah. it up. Yeah, I'm just is kind of like the little story of how the Holy Spirit was tugging me. And the reason I want to explain this is because some of you out there are on these other exploits, you're on these other journeys, you're on these other revelations. And this is what makes you fall in love with the word. And I want to water that for, for different listeners out there. So I'm like, something's going on here. I feel the tug, right, doc. And I'm like, well, let's look into it. And then I find a secular doctor who's talking about the, the energy output, the frequency of organic materials. And then he eventually covers flax linen and mm -hmm. wool and other organic materials. And then I'm like, fascinating. So it has an energy output. And then I start looking at the energy output of the surface of the skin, which is the largest organ on the body. And I'm going, this is fascinating. I'm digging through how many times a holy man is talked about in the, in the Bible, having white linens on. 
or white wool. And I'm going almost every single time we see a holy man, we see an angelic figure and, and I'm just adding it up. We're over 50 times and I'm not even all the way through the old Testament. And I'm like, this is fascinating. Well, guess we, what? we could we could go on for a lot of programs on just this alone, dude. I'm telling well, you. I think uh, we're gonna. I know with with a tight timeline for this one, uh, as we get ready to close out in like a ten minute window. What I want to do is also leave a cliffhanger, Doc. So okay. I want you to start diving into this a little bit, but I want you to leave a cliffhanger because this is a high demand topic in my personal life. I haven't broadcasted too much on this. And then we're also going to gateway into your third appearance with this guy. So let's leave a little bit of a cliffhanger, but help okay. us out here. Let me see. Let me see if I can uh, successfully do this. First of all, here's a question that I have to ask to our fellow believers. If New age people, because, you know, as soon as something doesn't fit our understanding, oh, it's new age. And somehow we're all new age experts, even though we don't have a clue what new age really is, which it's just a branch of the whole bigger picture on the dark side that we're getting that that we're talking about. But not all new age people are stupid. They really are looking into things. What they don't have is a regenerated soul with Christ at the center of their being. But it doesn't mean that they won't look into things like linen and wool and um, non, you know, things that are not genetically modified and things like that. And they can find answers. So what we do with our hyper spirituality is if, if a new age type group actually discovers universal truth, we have to throw that universal truth out because it was discovered by somebody from the new age. You see how problematic that is? Okay, so if a New Ager and myself were standing at the top of the Tower of Pisa, leaning as it may be, and we both decided to jump down, without a word from God, would we both not probably be in trouble by the time we hit the ground? We're fighting against something at that point called gravity. It applies to the New Ager, it applies to the Satanist, it applies to the believer, okay? Well, the fact of the matter is, when we eat food, it's not the slimy substance that we chew and then it's digested and, and, and then it comes out the other end by itself, just by virtue that it was broccoli or cauliflower or something that all of a sudden energizes us. Our body is set up by the creator God to break everything down with different enzymes and, and, and hydrochloric acid so that it's broken down so finely. And then these little villi through the digestive tract soak in micronutrients that are then broken down to the base to speak to our cells and to feed our bloodstream. And that base, believe it or not, is a frequency. Okay. So that's how it works. That's the poor man's version, but that's how it works. Well, we have frequencies around us. I mean, even when I was a kid, they had AM and FM radio. Well, I go back far enough that we, if we had enough money, we bought a little crystal radio set and tried to just get the local top 40s channel. You know, and at those times it was, you know, Elvis and the Four Seasons and all that kind of stuff. Well, guess what? Those frequencies were going through us. They didn't just go around us. They went through us. Interesting. Well, 
help us, Lord Jesus, but we've got a lot more than just AM and FM in shortwave going through us now. We've got microwaves. We've got stuff from satellites. We've got things that, that we don't even know about, probably. Because technology that we know about is usually decades behind what they're really using. Okay. Well, clothing is the same way, but it works both ways. When we receive the essence of a revelation or the Holy Spirit speaks to us, now we have Christ in us. We have the Holy Spirit being stationed on planet earth to lead us and guide us into all truth. So that's Bible. But if you mix those things, it actually draws our energy down and creates, and and I go back to the crystal radio. How did you know you were on a channel? Because in between the channels, there were static. Well, the enemy for sure wants us to operate in static most of the time. So I would challenge your your listeners to say to, to, to this, do you walk around a lot of times feeling like you're in a funk or, you know, you continually walk from one room to another and somebody says one word and then you have to go back to the room that you came from to figure out what it was that you walked out of it to get? Well, that happens to all of us from time to time. But a lot of it has to do with the way clothing is made, the food that we eat. Oh, my goodness. You know, why does bee venom or whatever it is, cells or DNA or something need to be in corn? Well, brother, because then you don't have to have all the pesticides and we can call it organic. Really? It's organic if I'm eating part of a bee? And, uh, you know, now they're trying to get us to, to eat grasshoppers and stuff. Well, technically we can, if you go back to the Bible and see what we can eat, but, but I don't want a flower made from crickets. You know, I have a hard enough time with gluten. I don't need something made from crickets. So everything is about getting our frequencies out of sync because God still tunes with frequency. And if you, and if you're wondering about that, have you ever been in a really, really great worship service? I mean, one of those that they weren't just playing some latest song that somebody invented, but you could hear it resonating with heaven. You could feel it. It was penetrating your innermost to your innermost being, and you knew that something special was happening. All of that has a frequency component. How exactly does God heal? Well, brother, his presence and the anointing comes. Well, guess what? Presence and anointing has frequencies and they're very specific. We just didn't know the the channel God was broadcasting on. His presence, you know, when when Enoch walks into a room, there's this woo, 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 woo. The guy's loaded with frequencies. You know why? Because he still has his body and that's the only way he can exist in heaven. So, I'm not going to, you know, because like I said, we can really, especially if you've got the great questions, we can really talk about this, but I see the effects. There is so much negative, and I don't mean negativity just with words. That's bad enough. So be careful who or what you talk about. Even if you don't like somebody, bless them. Even if you're selfish, bless them so you don't get hammered on. (laughs) I, I know that sounds silly, but I'm telling you a truth here. This whole atmosphere and the different dimensions that we walk in is way, way more interactive than we could possibly know right now. 
So when God says something in scripture, it's just not so he set the Jews apart. That truth works for everybody. It's just so happens that he had his own family. Well, God has Israel. Jesus has us. And the Holy Spirit's having a good time trying to get through our thick heads because it's his job to lead us and guide us all in all truth. And then I'll leave you with this little teaser, whether we get to it next week or not, I don't know. But when God made Adam, he made, he made Adam's soul first. We're all familiar with something called the silver cord or the silver strand, because when it's broken, we no longer live. Our spirit leaves our body and then we go one place or the other, right? Well, it appears that the material that God made Adam from first, there was a silver translucent kind of liquid that came from the earth to, to settle in with the figure of a man from the handprint that God made in the ground. And then the flesh from the earth formed around it. Well, the battle that really takes place in us and around us is all focused on our soul. The soul is what can be fractured. The soul what is what can be cloned. Some people even say that they can capture it. I don't think they really can fully capture a person's soul, but they might capture aspects of it. Hmm. Yeah. All of that, we need to wise up and we're trying to figure all this stuff out. And thankfully, the book of Daniel, I believe we're in the part, I want to say chapter seven, but I could be a little off on that, um, where he was told to seal up what he had seen. And by the way, Paul actually makes reference to that he saw things that he didn't have words in language to be able to describe that he had seen in heaven. Well, if Daniel saw things and Paul saw things and the prophets saw things in the spirit realm, why is it just them? So who was it that came up with the big lie that said, well, we just needed, and I'm telling you, it's a huge lie that we just needed all the supernatural stuff to get the church started. And then now that we have the book, well, to show you how silly that is, first of all, in a lot of places, it's not even translated in English to the depth of what it really is. It's true as far as it goes, but it's deeper. Yeah. Yeah. But when you got somebody coming up to you, like I've had through the years saying, oh, brother, you're using the Amplified Bible. I only use the Bible that Paul used. I said, well, brother, which one is that? The 1611 King James Version. I said, yeah, except that that was off by 1,565 years. But but yeah, I, I see what you're saying. So you see how silly we can be sometimes? He used the King James and called it the version that Paul used. Yeah. Well, everything around us has been tweaked and perverted by fraternal orders, which is a whole different thing. And I'm not an expert on fraternal orders, but I know what they've been doing since the Tower of Babel. The Hmm. question really is, is are we going to rise up and quit arguing about things and be really true sons and daughters of the king 
so that when we walk down the street, they can't tell whether it's Jim, Joe, or Susie, or Lucy, or Jesus. That's what the first church, the first century church walked in. That's what we're supposed to be walking in. And that's why he came. Anything less than that is unacceptable. So that's my preaching for the day. We know in the book of Acts, you guys, it started with prayer. They were all in one place and they agreed in prayer. And Doc, fascinating, uh, fascinating conversation, an episode. I'm going to read one little piece of scripture here as we wind down. First Chronicles 16, 11. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Mm. So, Doc, until next time, and uh, I'll have some more questions for you, and I'm very thankful for the time I got to spend with you here today. Real quick, before we get off, plug yourself in. Uh, let's talk a bit about your website here real quick, and we can try to direct some people your way. Okay, so my website is docrodich.com, and it's it's D-O-C, no period or anything in between like my email has, and then my last name, R-O-D as in David, I-C-H.com. On the website, when the page opens up, you'll you know, like most websites, somewhere in there is a little bio, you'll see that I have a series of three spiritual tests that are very, really precise. And there's a cost for that. And then on the other side, there is the full nutritional workup. I do both, both of these have, have a combined discount that you'll see on that page. There's descriptions to a point there. I mean, you can't go into super great detail. And also, a little further back on the website is my book, Moving Towards Sonship, which I've had some really wonderful feedback on. And this is a book that, that the Lord had me to write. It, most of it is his download, so I can really not take that much credit for it other than knowing how to type. And the, the purpose of that was is that for people that just know inside there's more, they're hungering for God, this book will actually give you language. And, and help you transition and realize where you got to clean things up in the soul and, and how to interact a little bit with the spirit realm. But it's, it's just kind of more you read and then you got to learn how to do it on your own. But still, it's there. It's, it lays a foundation. You can get that by clicking on the link or you can go to lulu.com or you can go to Amazon, not Kindle, but just Amazon and order it the way you would. I don't know, maybe a sports energy drink or something and just type in moving towards sonship. And a lot of people, and then you get it like within a couple of days and Lulu might be a week or two, but that's, that's how you can get a hold of me. And of course, uh, you know, if you click the link on the website, um, you know, it's going to take you to a place where you can leave your voice message and use PayPal and, and uh, anybody that wants to donate to my research, uh, there is even a donate button. Any amount is is greatly appreciated. I know that God will bless you. And because when you partner with other ministries and other Christian ventures, you get a blessing off of that too. And uh, and so I don't know if on the website, Rod, I'll ever have any of these little energy discs that I've been making, but I told you just kind of at the beginning, I, I'm a kind of a guy that, that I don't want to let the new agers get away with anything. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to just look into the hardcore truth of that. Well, 
I kind of studied it up and then I ordered all the stuff in. I made one of these discs and I didn't sleep for two days, so I had to take it off. So, so whether those will ever be available for sale, I don't really know because I'm just a one-man show. But I'm having a lot of fun doing this stuff, and I just hope to be a blessing to everybody. But let me just say, guys and gals out there, this is only going to get greater and a lot more fun. But we got to put everything that we have into this. And so, if I can be a blessing to you in any way. Uh, you can reach me if you want to send me an email at, at doc doc rodich at gmail dot com. Just uh, you know, tell me your name and and uh, you know if you want to give me a shout, I'll eventually get to it. You guys, that is it. That's the episode here. I need you guys to share this with your friends, your family members, with your coworkers, and you guys leave me that five star rating and review on your favorite podcast catcher, whatever one you decide to listen on. That helps the algorithms, that helps the show grow. And until next time, God bless and goodbye.